Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 1 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 18 is entitled, Satan. Christianity is defined by paradox. Satan is as necessary to agency as is God. Good and evil, right and wrong, moral and immoral, heaven and hell, God and Satan are necessary to law. Take away opposition and you have nothing. Even law couldn't exist. We have its likeness in temporal law. What would happen if the law of gravity were suddenly rescinded? What would happen to agency if we were not enticed by both God and Satan? Without Satan, Christianity would be unbelievable. Agency wouldn't even be possible. Without hell, heaven wouldn't be possible. Without opposition, law would not be possible. The great opposites are order and disorder, law and lawlessness, good and evil, light and darkness, God and Satan. Christ represents light. Satan represents darkness. Christ said, Matthew eighteen seven. Woe unto the world because of offenses, for it must needs be that offenses come. But woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. When Christ said, Woe to that man by whom the offense cometh, he is speaking of those who follow the enticements of Satan. They fall under the law of justice, and justice exacts its penalty if they do not repent. It cannot be otherwise, or there would be no order to the universe. Free will exists because opposition exists. In our world, offenses will come, but we have the choice whether we create the offense or whether we are offended by the offense. No one can offend you without your permission. Evil exists, but we do not have to give in to evil. Evil people exist. However, though justice must be enforced by law, we do not have to take justice into our own hands. Revenge is never justice. We may choose to follow Satan or to follow Christ. Freedom exists because we have choices. Agency exists because we can discern between good and evil. Freedom gives knowledge. Agency gives wisdom. As with all mysteries, the answer lies within the nature of the law of opposition. One cannot comprehend good unless he comprehends evil. That is why both God and Satan are necessary in our world. God represents order. Satan represents disorder. God represents creation. Satan represents destruction. God represents good. Satan represents evil. However, only in the mortal state do we wrestle with Satan. Satan cannot enter heaven. Christ said that he saw Satan like lightning fall from heaven. Because of Christ, we have a two-way ticket. Through Christ's atonement, we may, if we choose, go back to heaven. Satan and his angels have a one-way ticket. They may never again enter into heaven. 
Even on earth, John says that Satan's time is running out. Revelation 12.12 Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. When we left heaven to come to earth, a veil was placed over our mind so that we forgot our former home. Without the veil, faith in God could not be a choice. There is no veil over Satan's eyes. He knows God exists. He is in open rebellion against God all the time. That is why he is called a son of perdition. A son of perdition is one who denies God even in the face of God. For that reason, Satan is tormented by the tempestuous terror of taunting time. In Christopher Marlowe's play, The Tragical History of Dr. Faustus, Mephistopheles is asked why he isn't in hell. He replies, Why, this is hell, nor am I out of it. Thinkest thou that I, who saw the face of God, and tasted the eternal joys of heaven, am not tormented with ten thousand hells in being deprived of everlasting bliss? Satan is allowed on earth by God to tempt man in order to give us agency, or the freedom to choose between good and evil. John informs us, Revelation 12:13. And when the dragon saw that he was cast unto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. Satan lives outside the law. He has become a law unto himself. Therefore, condemned by the law of justice, he lives outside the law of mercy. He is a son of perdition and can never be redeemed. Satan is so driven by hate, envy, anger, rage, revenge, power, and pride that even the good that accidentally accrues from his actions are accounted to him as evil. John Milton, in his epic poem, Paradise Lost, captures the misery of Satan. Horror and doubt distract his troubled thoughts, and from the bottom stir the hell within him. For within him hell he brings, and round about him, nor from hell one step, no more than from himself can fly by change of place. Now conscience wakes despair that slumbered, wakes the bitter memory of what he was, what is, and what must be, worse, of worse deeds, worse sufferings must ensue. So farewell, hope, and with hope, farewell, fear, farewell, remorse. All good to me is lost, evil, be thou my good. By thee at least divided empires with heaven's kings I hold. By thee, and more than half perhaps will write, as man ere long, and this new world shall know. We have a physical body and a spiritual body. We refer to the physical body as the natural man. We refer to the spiritual body as the spiritual man. The physical man has appetites the spiritual man does not have. God placed boundaries on those appetites and passions, the violation of which we call sin. Sin is violation of spiritual law as defined by the Ten Commandments and other commandments of Christ. 
Satan, a spirit, spends all his time trying to persuade us to give in to the natural man. The natural man, once unleashed and detached from the enticements of the Holy Ghost, always leads to spiritual destruction. Satan justifies sin. He is a master at calling evil good and good evil. John Milton, that wizard whose magic wand is powered by the wonderful manipulation of words, captures the dilemma of Lucifer brilliantly. In Paradise Lost, Satan is speaking to another high-ranking devil. Fallen cherub, to be weak is miserable, doing or suffering. But of this be sure, to do aught good never will be our task, but ever to do ill our sole delight as being the contrary to his high will, whom we resist. If then his providence out of our evil seek to bring forth good, our labor must be to pervert that end, and out of good still to find means of evil, which oft times may succeed, so as perhaps shall grieve him if I fail not, and disturb his inmost counsels, from their destined aim. The three primary strategies of Satan in persuading us to succumb to the natural man are rage, pacification, and flattery. How much violence has occurred because of anger? How many secret combinations and devilish collusions have taken over our nation because we were not vigilant? How much destruction has happened because of pride? Satan is so enamored with pride, hate, revenge, power, and evil, that he never knows the good. Misery is his permanent condition, because he makes his bed in misery. Drunken with rage, he seeks more rage. Cloyed with calamity, he is angered by anger, and finds peace only in greater riot. Because he rages from the unquenchable fires raging inside, he rages in our hearts today and sends those who are unaware of his ways into a rage. Thus, by devious means, he makes them voluntary slaves, who, consumed by their own lust, do his bidding, thinking it is of themselves. The chains of anger bind many souls. Satan does not have mortal hands. Therefore, those on earth who follow him become his mortal hands. Satan does not have mortal arms. Therefore, they become his mortal arms. Satan does not have a mortal mouth, therefore they become his mortal mouth. Some mortals do for Satan that which Satan cannot do for himself, take away our liberty. Satan leads many like a bull by the nose, and they don't even know it. While bellowing slogans of freedom, they are held in captivity by Satan. Satan lost the ability to repent because he no longer has a conscience. Satan serves only one cause to bring about the misery and captivity of man. Anyone who furthers that goal is a child of Satan. Beware of causes that encourage you to relinquish your conscience to ambition. The path you take to achieve your goal, even though your noble-sounding goal is achieved, may lead you to hell. The fact that good often comes out of evil does not excuse the evildoer. We are judged by our actions, not by our accomplishments. Opposition is necessary for all growth. One reason for coming to earth is to gain a physical body. The physical body is a blessing, not a curse. It is one of the greatest gifts of God. However, 
With a physical body comes greater responsibility. For to return to the presence of God, we must prove that we can keep His commandments even against the strongest opposition. There is a constant battle between the natural man and the spiritual man. Sin is exceeding the boundaries set by God. Repentance is the ability to forsake sin and return to the boundaries the Lord has established. Satan wants us to feed the natural man and thus bring us down into captivity. Christ wants us to rise above the natural man and thus have true freedom. Agency is that ability to judge between good and evil. Christ wants us to choose the good that we may find joy in this life and eternal joy in the next. Satan wants us to choose evil that we will be as miserable as he is and be bound by the same chains with which he is bound. Satan does not want us to return to the presence of God because he cannot return to the presence of God. His entire goal is to destroy freedom, agency, and free will. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.